like women that's on your level as in aesthetics. Uh-huh. They just not it's not happening. Like, it's so many bad bitches that's single. Why then? They so caught up with going to the club, popping bottles, you know, a dude spending a check on them at Chanel and mm. like they missing all the signs. Mm-hmm. They just going straight for the vibe. Mm. Once you get to a certain place and you've been dating for like 10, 15 years, like, and I've seen it online, it's like, you know better. Mm-hmm. And then I see the guys start to get younger and younger and younger mm-hmm. because you're not evolving. But it, I feel like you have to get to a point where you got to grow up. You got to put your big girl panties on, grow the fuck up, like step your pussy up, like grow up. You cannot be doing the same shit you was doing when you was 19. Let them young girls have that. Mm-hmm. So when you when you in your 30s, you're supposed to be about your business. You're supposed to be finding the man that you're supposed to marry mm-hmm. and start that next chapter. Women feel like they could do all that and it's not looked mm-hmm. down upon or, you know, yeah. it looks bad. These women can't figure out why they man won't take them serious. Look at you outside and niggas' faces. Not even your man, just men, period. And men, period. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see their woman out doing the most all the mm-hmm. time. They want to be like, yo, sit down. Mm-hmm. Sit down every blue moon. Mm-hmm. Skip a night. Mm-hmm. Skip a man. <laughs> <laughs> Skip a man. <laughs>
And so finally, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the work and let's see what's up with it. So I went to school. I went to class. It took me almost, I want to say like a year and a half to develop the business. Mm -hmm. So um, I got into it. Everybody was like, why insurance? Why would you get into insurance? Like, you just don't give me insurance vibes. And I'm like, I'm, I'm a numbers person. Right. Yeah. So I like money. <laughs> I like business. Mm -hmm. I like how I was sold on it. It's like you, you do it, you grind. And then after you grind, you can kind of just coast. Yeah. And it's the type of business where you can make a lot of money extremely fast and it's legit. So it's like, it's not a lot of corporate level styles of business mm -hmm. and um if if you aren't familiar um i opened up a all-state franchise so, so you um, have a franchise a franchise now it's starting to make sense so yeah the big boys <laughs> it's starting to make sense i, I, I thought so, i knew you were yeah. more than just an agent correct that's crazy so and i literally i never was just a they call it an LSP, which is like the person who just does insurance. So mm -hmm. people say, oh, I'm an insurance agent. You're actually LSP. An mm -hmm. insurance agent is you have to open up an agency to be an insurance agent. Uh -huh. So um, it's a lot of work. And people see me and they're like, oh, you're beautiful. And, you know, you should be a little housewife and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm about my motherfucking business. Like, <laughs> like, let's get to the money. Like, mm -hmm. and I like to do things where I create my own lane. Mm -hmm. I don't really like to kind of, everybody wants to do a boutique. Everybody's in a boutique. Everybody want to do a lash bar. Lash. And don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. All of these are crazy money mm -hmm. makers, but I'm always been the person who kind of goes left. Yeah. So um, I had a mentor and consulting business. I had a jewelry line. I had um, a business called Project Fancy, which was dear to me because I love helping people. That's one of my gifts. Like mm -hmm. I'm a helper. So I love to pour into people. Mm -hmm. And so I had two tax offices and then I got into insurance and here I am now. So you really don't do too much work? No. So this is the thing. So I got into the business. Literally when I launched my business, it blew up because I was the jewelry insurer all the celebrities came to me i had got contracts with rolls royce all of the top brands like right off the jump because i'm a well known no not oh. even well known because none of these people know me in the space mm -hmm. i'm in an industry where i'm a brand new start from the bottom space mm -hmm. because you got to keep in mind the entertainment and all that was my background so getting into insurance nobody knew me they just knew like who is this flamboyant, over-the-top person that's in this industry now, but I literally took it and I ran with it. Mm -hmm. So opened up my agency, did extremely well, sold my company um, in April, and um, I just had a deal that I couldn't turn down. Wait, you sold what? I sold my agency in April, yes. Oh, so your sister don't work for the company? No, uh-uh. Wait, no. so... We still do insurance, but I sold so, my agency. So... Yeah. What type? Of, what type of numbers? What with the business? Yeah, how much like did you sell? So it? I, I did a, I did a couple, of, I did a couple million with Allstate. Yeah. No, what, how much do you sell it for? Oh, I'm not gonna tell you how much I sold my company for. Seven figures. Yeah, absolutely. But why wouldn't they just start their own franchise? God. Because what it is when you sell, when you, when you have a, a, a company like Allstate and it's a franchise, they're taking on all my clientele as well. Okay. So when okay. you sell, it's like real estate. 
So uh, you're buying everything that comes with. You're buying my clientele. You're buying my brand. You get all the furniture. It's all a package deal. Mm -hmm. And so the type of contract that I was on, the nature of the business is you get in. I was on a three-year contract. I actually killed it and finished in two years, mm -hmm. which means like, and this is all in lame insurance because I know most people don't understand the insurance industry, but you get a super accelerated high commission when you're a brand new agency owner. And then after two to three years, your commission mm -hmm. goes down. So they do that so that new agents can have the incentives mm -hmm. to really hit those numbers really hard. But uh -huh. they didn't expect me to hit those numbers really hard. Right, right, right. So I kind of did something that nobody's really done in that space. And so um, I did really well. Mm -hmm. And the goal is always to sell while it's still hot. You don't mm -hmm. want to sell mm -hmm. on the way down. You want to be able to take advantage. And I kept getting all these offers. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So sold my company. I've been traveling. Um, I've been working on a few other businesses mm -hmm. currently. And now I'm going to be teaching the game on how to do what I do. <laughs> of course, of in course. insurance, because you've got to have a lot of license. You've got to have mentors mm -hmm. and you kind of got to have an end. So you can't just get in the industry. You have to be like vetted right, right. into it. And so if you don't really know anyone, then you can't really get in the business. That's that's why I love it, because it's very like protected. Mm -hmm. I never thought mm -hmm. of insurance like that. Never Absolutely. thought that you could buy the franchise build it up build it up and the goal is is to sell uh-huh so you want to make as much money and then get out it's crazy that's the goal but nobody knows the insurance business and that's why i'm here to teach everybody how much did it cost you it to... cost me one hundred fifty thousand to to buy into the business uh-huh yeah damn yeah. Mm -hmm. learn it something new a, every day a great business like mm -hmm. and I don't want to indulge in insurance because I know, like, it's boring. It's boring. <laughs> yeah. But I really made it sexy. Mm -hmm. I made it glamorous. Mm -hmm. I gave it that vibe. So Now, how many clients would you say you had? Um, mm, probably about, like, 600. And how do you think, what was, how did you build it up so fast? So. Your good looks? I definitely feel like it helps, mm -hmm. but I'm about my business. Mm -hmm. So when you have somebody who's attractive, smart, intelligent, mm -hmm. a go-getter, a hustler, and I was somebody who like attacked the business. So I would go to, I like fly sexy shit. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the Rolls Royces. I'm going to go to the Ferraris. I'm going to all the dealerships and I'm building the relationship. Now everybody has to come through me. So I single-handedly was everybody's go-to insurance agent. Hold on. So... Yes. The company is, is... So I bought into Allstate. I became a captive agent, which means I'm exclusive. Mm -hmm. And then from there, how I built the business was by me brokering all these relationships. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense? So mm -hmm. everybody else that's in that was in the business, they have been in it for years. Me, I want to go straight to the top. So I went to all the, the high-level areas to build those relationships mm -hmm. to get those contracts and then i said i don't want the small money i want the big money mm -hmm. so that's what i did and i killed it and i was able to grow really fast because there was nobody in my industry doing what i was doing mm -hmm. and so you know when you when you in an industry and you're in your own lane it's very easy to go to the top extremely fast and mm -hmm. that's pretty much what happened so like I know with you being attractive uh -huh. and 
I'm pretty sure it's male dominant. Yeah, not absolutely. just not the insurance part, but just you business. actually is that yeah. something in your cup? Please don't tell me that. What's that right there? Is that a bubble? That's a bubble. It's a bubble. Okay. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure like you're surrounded by you have to do business with a lot of men and yeah, and I'm pretty sure they they, they try, try it. They try it. I'm a really aggressive person, mm-hmm. so it's like when it comes to business, like. I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I see them coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for me, like, with how I do business, like, you cannot really deal with anybody or they're not going to respect you. Mm-hmm. So you have to really build, you have to make people respect you in business. So in order for people to take you serious, you have to be able to, like, be aggressive, put your foot down and... um I mean, I had, of course, people try it, but I'm so I was so laser focused mm-hmm. that like like when you see that money coming in, mm-hmm. it's like nothing's coming in the way. Like right. we're not going to let nothing come in the way of this money. Now, by you telling the guy, no, would it would it stop the business? Like uh, you, you didn't shut this guy out. And he's like, man, damn, I don't want to fuck with I it. feel like if you develop that from the beginning, then mm-hmm. it's like that's on you. If you if. If you want to do business with me to yeah. to try to get to me, then yeah. that's on you. But I'm, I already got the business. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you realize nothing's going to happen. Hey, but now you've realized that I'm a great businesswoman. So you're like, damn, I really wanted to holler. But damn, she really handling my shit. Right, I don't right. want to fuck it up. Right, right. So I feel like that has what's happened with me where people don't want to fuck up the relationship. I think it's very hard nowadays mm-hmm. to do business with like women and then attractive women at that to where like if you find somebody that does a good job at what she does mm-hmm. then you really don't want to fuck that up mm-hmm. it's like why mm-hmm. you can go fuck with this girl this girl and this girl so it's like why fuck up the business you mm-hmm. want to keep the business tight right, well right, right. any true business mm-hmm. person and then you're around a lot of celebrity like people like because you do jury so i'm pretty sure a lot of people are going through you and mm-hmm. how do you not get tempted? I mean, I know you're engaged now, but yeah. how do you not get tempted by the money or? I just feel like, like, I feel like you can only get tempted if you ain't really been around it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you've been around it, you've seen it, you've done yeah. that. It's not really appetizing to me. It's mm-hmm. like, I got more jewelry than you. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I can't really get hype. Mm-hmm. Like, I love jewelry, but, and I love, you know, like entertaining and business and building relationships but i like the respect by keeping it separate yeah so now let's go back a little uh-huh. bit to like because i didn't know nothing about you for real right uh-huh. i always seen you on the internet yeah. um seen you on instagram uh-huh. you know you just brit Edie. you yeah. know like i never yeah. your sister kind of told me like you know she was like the it girl like she's uh-huh. on like uh products and beauty supply stores and well that's that's just stuff i've been showing lately because there was something on the shade room where they were like where are the beauty box girls now like reveal <laughs> and i was like oh my god that's like my root okay. i loved i did hair modeling when i was in high school yeah. like i'm grown grown now mm-hmm. but i i did all the modeling i did all the i was a video vixen in high school I, high school high school high school like yeah like it's a different day now. It's yeah. you got Instagram, you got, you know, IG influencers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not really fully a part of that world. Like I'm in it, but I'm not really in it. You was in it I before was, it happened. Yeah, I was in it before it was the internet. I was the I was in Black Men's magazines mm-hmm. and 
in the music videos and all of that, like mm -hmm. where you was in real life, like now it's all just strictly digital mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. So I feel like back then, like you kind of had to like work harder, go harder. Now it's like you can go viral on Instagram. You can have a million followers and have no money in the bank and people would, you know, idolize you. Right. It's crazy the world we live in today. Mm -hmm. it, so it definitely it's, changed. It's, it's a new day. Mm -hmm. So now, I just try to stay out of the way. <laughs> now, now you was in you was in you was on the cover of Vogue magazine. No, I wasn't on the cover. What cover? What cover you was on? What do you mean cover? A cover of a magazine. No. Ocho Cinco was looking at. Um, oh my story. So <laughs> that's funny. I um I was in Black Men's Magazine, Black and this magazine. was years ago. Um, in my early, I want to say I might have been like twenty two ish. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was in Black Men's Magazine and I, I remember it was something back then it was Snapchat. Everybody loves Snapchat. Mm -hmm. So um, I believe he was like sitting on the toilet looking at my spread in there or something like that. But it was really funny. Um, huh. But yeah, it wasn't really anything major. It was just I think he was uh, uh, sitting on the toilet and he was laughing. He was like, oh, my God. And then. He like showed everybody what he's looking at, and then everybody kept tagging me like, "Did you see this? Did mm -hmm. you see he was looking at your spread uh, while he was in the bathroom?" But he did a lot of funny, silly stuff, so that wasn't really okay. Anything major or anything like? Did he that. ever reach out to you? No, uh, -uh oh. no. Mm -mm. Okay, so how did you like? <clears throat> at what point did you transition out of that life? The industry. Mm -hmm. um, so I used to, you know, I used to do music videos. I used to date in the industry. Um, I just got to a point where you just get tired of it. Mm -hmm. Like you want you, you're ready for the next chapter. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of felt like there was a ceiling in modeling. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, especially in the urban side, it's like, okay, so you're popping. You were, you know, all these music videos, you were in all these magazines, then what? Right. So I wasn't really ever really interested in acting. I dabbled in a couple of like TV and film, but I wasn't really serious about that. I never wanted to be like a starving talent. Right. So, um, but then what? So mm -hmm. a lot of these video vixens, models, like, you know, they be have this huge success and then they just fall off. So I didn't want to be you know, the one that just fell off. I always loved business. So, I mean, I always wanted to evolve. So I've always had businesses. I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always been the hustler, mm -hmm. you know, grinding, all of those things. And so, um, you know, like in my earlier days, I had my jewelry line when my dad passed away. Um, I named it after him. It was called 101259. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, after doing my jewelry line, it was just, it was very, um, what would I say, therapeutic, but it just wasn't enough money. So I was like, that's a passion, but I need something that's going to really take care of me to where I can live the lifestyle that I want to live. What's, it, what's so, enough money? Enough money? Um, I feel like now, I'm, I feel like now I'm comfortable where I am. But I'm always the person that wants more. Mm -hmm. So um, I always want to continue to grow. Like, mm -hmm. so enough money, I don't know. I feel like sometimes <laughs> my appetite continues to grow. <laughs> so I'll think that I have like a, a number and mm -hmm. then I'll want something else. Mm -hmm. 
And then it's like, okay, all right, keep, keep, keep working, Britt, because mm-hmm. it's a lot of things that I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what that number is yet on what's enough. But um, I just want to be able to have a portfolio. So yeah. businesses, you know, investments, real estate, restaurants, hair companies, whatever that looks like. Just a little dibble and dabble and put everything on autopilot, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like it's important to be able to work smarter and not harder. I still want to be able to travel, live, have kids. Mm-hmm. I still don't have kids yet. So, you know. What you waiting on? That's the next chapter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I like to have all my ducks in a row. So that's important to me. You don't meet too many women that have been in the industry that think like that. No, you know? I agree. When people meet me, they're like, wow, I thought you were just a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. But, when, but then when you see what I've been able to do, you're like, okay. Like, you can hate all you want, but Mm -hmm. the proof is in the pudding. So for me to be able to do what I've done, you can't really have somebody, oh, wow, some nigga probably helped her. There's no way. Not in a franchise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nobody can help me do that. Mm -hmm. I got to be able to pass these tests, get these licenses, build these relationships, answer to the higher ups. You can't just be a bad bitch with a fat ass. You got to actually have a brain. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like you gotta really know your shit mm-hmm. so that's a true statement <laughs> business is I, 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 I love business so that's important to me now I ain't gonna lie I didn't know you would you had it on your own for real I assumed so what did you what did you I think? assumed that you met the guy and he was uh, my fiance yes no I was lit before I met him I'm pretty sure he was he was how I actually, he ended up being one of my clients. Mm-hmm. So I had already built my business. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't put me on. <laughs> I, had, I already had, my, my business was already built. Mm-hmm. He was one of my clients. Mm. And that's when I met him. So I was already killing it. I mean, I'm just on the outside looking. Of in, course. So. Of course. Everybody want to be like, so who finance yeah. the business? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no one. <laughs> did it myself. I did it. But see, I've always been someone who I've always wanted to spend less than I make. So I never was one of the girls that had all the bags or had all the shoes. But I was always a girl who had all the money in the bank. Always had all the money in the bank. And I was always very, very conservative. Mm-hmm. And that's rare in Atlanta. I've never been one of the girls who needed help paying their bills or anything like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, for me, that was very important to be mm-hmm. stable. Mm-hmm. So and when you want stability, it comes with sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So you can't exactly go out and spin and buy every single thing if you want to be up. So and you got to be able to take advantage of opportunities when they arise. So in order to do that, you got to be able to have some money in the bank. And so when the opportunity presented itself, I was able to invest and everything works out so the rest let's, let's, let's show them the ring let's show them the ring let's, oh, my ring? let's see what's going on which, just, which, which camera just, are we looking at i think uh <laughs> either one to do uh that's, that's pretty good i seen that thing dancing from across the room and cheetahs he did pretty good yeah he did yeah. pretty good yeah i'm not mad how many carrots 14 14 carrots 14 carrots no <laughs> halo nothing extra <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just diamonds shout out shout out to the females you met him he was your client. 
So how did you pick him out of all the people that approached you? So how it, how it happened with him, he was like my escape. So we were just really good friends. Mm -hmm. And so he was always, okay, you're working all these hours. Take a break. Like, let's go eat or something or as a know, friend, as a friend. He never came at me like really trying to like get at me. He was just uh -huh. cool as fuck. Mm -hmm. He played the cool approach. So it and always I feel works. Like most guys it always, always come too hard yeah. and they like kill it before it's even an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so he was just he kind of just snuck in Man. and just shut my shit down. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't even be mad. I'm an expert at that. But so he really just kind of came in and we were great friends. Mm. And, you know, he was always I could always pick up the phone, FaceTime him and tell him about my day. Tell him, And he was the only one that wasn't trying to just do the most. Yeah. Every every dude. Hey, yo, you know, let's do this or let's. He was just real cool, chill, mm -hmm. real, just underspoken, chill, didn't do too much. Mm -hmm. And, so, and put his foot on the gas when it was time. At what time? Like, so, how, how long were you guys friends before he put the, his foot down? Um, I want to say like three months, three or four months. Y'all was friends for three months? Three or four months. <laughs> so, <laughs> three or four. I'll tell you, like, we was, we was just really close, mm -hmm. like, good friends. And, you know, like, he was my escape. And so he was just, it, it came from us talking on the phone to where we go out for lunch you know, go out for dinner, but he never tried it. Yeah. He never made me uncomfortable. He never made mm -hmm. me feel like he had any ulterior motives. Yeah. He just was just real, just like, and I ain't never really met that is how I felt. I never really met anybody that just genuinely wanted to like, you know, know how my day was, yeah. know what's going on, mm -hmm. not trying to just, you know. Sex you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just so refreshing. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm literally at like the height of my business. My business is super successful. I'm doing good. I'm channel vision, you know? Mm -hmm. And I even told him, I'm like, you know, I'm not really looking to really date right now. I'm looking to just grow my business, do what I need to do. But, you know, if you cool, like, you know, we can kick it. And he was just mad cool. Like, and when I knew like he was the one was when we was just friends. And I was one of those type of agents where I would get calls all around the clock. I was very hands-on with mm -hmm. my clients. That's why I was able to do well because it was always business hours for me. And so I would get calls at like 12 at night, one in the morning, or my homeboy may call or whatever. And he needs some advice. He never tripped. Mm -hmm. He was always on some cool shit. And I dated so many jealous guys. He never dimmed my light. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what it was he never did my life he never tried to like make me feel small yeah and so i was like that's different i never really had anybody that was just like be you i want to see you shine he wanted to see me shine mm -hmm. nobody really wanted to see me shine they wanted to like cage me they wanted to lock me away Facts, yeah. put me in a box stick me over here mm -hmm. don't mm -hmm. touch mm -hmm. but with him he didn't he didn't move like that he was like do you Live your best life. And I'm right here. I think when guys get around pretty women, um, they can't help the urge to like go at it because yeah. they might lose their opportunity. It's like they can't just, can just be chill yeah. around women when you are. You just got to relax and just see what happens. Mm -hmm. I didn't master that game so well. 
Um, <laughs> mastered that game so well. Not that I even have an angle, but yeah. I, I like having platonic friends. And Absolutely. If it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. If it don't, then Absolutely. cool. cool. Like, right. I even put him on to another chick. Mm-hmm. That's how crazy it is. It didn't work. Well, no, I was I was out I was out one day just with some friends that um, one of my associate had introduced me to this this female mm-hmm. and you know she's one of those you know looking for the check you know looking for the money and, yeah. you know being an insurance agent like you know I'm dealing with assets mm-hmm. so um, I was like let me introduce you to my friend and mm-hmm. I'm I'm like you know I know I know what she's on yeah <laughs> so it's like. Hey, let me let me throw a little assist pass. Yeah. And you know, she was thirsty and he was like, yo, you gonna throw me one, well, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> so I actually introduced a female to him and they hit it off and everything, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know this is gonna be my fiance. You feel <laughs> me? I had no idea. Uh-huh. But I'm just like trying to stay focused, handle my business. You know, I've always been the homegirl. That's like, I'm going to throw my homies one. So that mm-hmm. way I still get all the perks, the benefits, yeah. but I don't have to like take it there. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm always going to throw you one to where you like, yo, Brit, Matt, cool. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, um, so this yeah. was like your close home girl. No, okay, uh, just, this is not a close home. Girl. Okay. This was just somebody I had met that, um, a friend of mine was like, Oh, you need to meet this girl. You know, she's probably a good person to meet. You can network and mm-hmm. et cetera. And, isn't that funny? Mm. Yeah. But I mean, obviously it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, we we were strictly friends when we met. Now, at what point, how did it, how did he, he cross like that? How did he cross from like friend to like dating? Yeah. Did you show him a sign or did he like, what happened? You know what it was? We just started spending so much time together. We started traveling. We was traveling everywhere together. Traveling? Yes. But when I told him, when, when I when I initially, like, when he invited me on the first trip, I was like, listen, I just want to let you know, mm-hmm. like, I know what's expected when you want to, like, fly a girl somewhere. Mm-hmm. I already know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. I done seen it all, done it all. Mm-hmm. I, I know what it is. And I was like, I just want to let you know, like, if I come on this trip, this is strictly just us, you know, catching a vibe. No sex, no nothing, just a vibe. Mm-hmm. So if you're cool with that, you know, I'll come. But I just don't want you to have any unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. for this trip because I know what it is. Mm-hmm. So he was like, nah, you cool. We just chilling. And so I went, nothing happened. And he was still the same person afterwards. Cool as hell. Did not change up, didn't switch up. Most guys, like, you go, you don't, Be mad they don't hit, <laughs> they don't hit. They like, man, you slowly see the, the downward, yeah, yeah. the downward spiral. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, he never, he never switched up on me. And I was like, I like that. Did y'all ever, did y'all sleep in the same bed when y'all went out? Of- no, Separate not the bed. first time that we went, um, on a trip together but as we started traveling i'm like yo he is mad cool i'm telling all my homegirls like that's crazy yo he cool as shit he ain't even tried now i'm like yo it make me want to try it since he ain't tried i'm like hold up but i didn't Mm -hmm. but it was just the fact that he wasn't pressed Mm -hmm. and it was like everybody's always pressed everybody everybody's pressed Mm -hmm. so um no we just we hit it off we were 
we were um we were really good friends we actually was able to build a good relationship before actually dating mm -hmm. and i feel like that's the part that everybody missed everybody just goes straight in mm -hmm. and don't build no type of relationship and then they be like damn mm -hmm. this nigga was a whole fuck nigga yeah and you like damn mm -hmm. but it's too late mm -hmm. so i was a i was actually able to take my time i think the best relationships are like when you start off like that when you start off as friends and yeah. there's really nothing expected no that's exactly what it was mm -hmm. and it was like he already was like damn like I ain't fucking, but you still want to be around? Yeah, yeah. So the fact that he still was like wanting to be around, you know, I could call him if I ever, you know, needed, you know, just a man's help with something. Mm -hmm. He was always there. And I was just like, damn. But it was no fuck shit. Yeah. Is why I liked him. You know how you, you can deal with, with a woman and then like they there and then they ghost or like yeah, yeah. they just be having some really unusual patterns that'll mm -hmm. like be like, I don't know, she seemed like she got a lot going on or he got a lot going on. I don't know about him. It wasn't none of that. Everything was just real smooth. It didn't feel like games. It didn't feel like he was playing a game with me. Mm -hmm. It just felt real and organic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> So who made the first move? Like, I like that. No, he did, of course. Like how? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like maybe the first move was like, because now we traveling, we're sleeping in the same bed, but I feel like now we're like cuddling a little bit mm -hmm. or something. But um, he just, he, it, it was almost like he like became my man without even trying mm -hmm. to be my man. <laughs> Like, I've, like, never had that before. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like, we were just always together. Then it was like, I remember I needed to take um, one of my cars to get to um, to get service, and he let me use his car. And it was just like, our lives started to just combine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you look up, you're like, damn, like, you know, I'm driving his car now, which, of course, I got my own whip. Yeah. And he, we, we at the, in the kitchen, we cooking, and I'm like, are we dating? Like, you look up, you're like, oh, we're dating. <laughs> you, like, don't even realize you're dating, mm -hmm. and you don't realize that you're only spending all your time with this one person. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a very organic, natural chemistry. And it was like, he was just always chill, and mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. Yeah, friends for three, four months. At at what point did he propose? So we were friends for three or four months. Then we started dating mm -hmm. for like another three or four months. And then we got engaged. He ain't playing. For Christmas. I mean, you got a bad bitch. She got her shit together. She got her own motherfucking money. Yeah. She yeah. killing it. Mm -hmm. She on her shit. I mean, why wouldn't you not want to wife that? And put a ring on it. Niggas be playing games. Absolutely. Niggas and trust me, I didn't I didn't seen it all. Yeah. And so I just feel like with with him, we really established like a real friendship. Mm -hmm. We got to really get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I ain't ever really got to truly know who I'm dating. I feel like with him I did. Mm -hmm. I did. So and we got engaged that Christmas and BAM! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and now it's been like two years now. Two years? So you're not in a rush to get married? I'm not in a rush. I'm mm. very business driven. I feel like the hard part's out of the way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like women are always chasing a ring. I got the ring. So it's like, we got the house. We got the boats. We got the cars. Yeah. We got 
we got everything. So mm -hmm. it's like the wedding, that's just that's just coloring in, in the lines. Mm -hmm. We don't we got the foundation already. You know, some so. women get the ring and they don't get past that though. They get the ring and never fully get the full thing of no, marriage. I feel like that's true. But mm -hmm. I feel like with us, it's more just whenever you're ready to plan the wedding. Mm -hmm. So it ain't a are we not going to get married or this? It's like whenever you're ready to plan the wedding, just, you know, we'll set a date and make it happen. It's just real easy going. <laughs> I've never really had a relationship where everything was just smooth sailing. Yeah. Where it was no fuck shit. Or I feel like I know somebody and then bam, they show me a whole different side. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's the same person he was when I met him. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I like the fact that he was chill. He never did too much. He was never flashy. He was mm -hmm. never over the top. I was always the extra one. He's mm -hmm. he's the more reserved one. And so we balance each other out. Mm -hmm. So so he's not like the typical person that you would date. Um, I feel like my dating has evolved. Mm. I feel like I never I feel like when I used to date, it was more of like fun, a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just that random you don't really pay attention to all the signs where it could be yeah, yeah. red flags red you're just flags. like fuck it i'm mm -hmm. living mm -hmm. and now as as i've gotten older you have to date with purpose you can't just be outside just all over the place you gotta actually be like all right because when you have assets and you have shit to lose you can't put yourself in a situation to fuck up everything that you built mm -hmm. you know so I just feel like when I met him, it was just everything, the timing was there. And I felt like I've met guys in my past where the timing just wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with him, everything just all lined up perfectly. Mm -hmm. And that was the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything aligned. Now I've seen this thing on Instagram. Uh huh. It said, would you rather have, if you had to choose, uh -huh. would it be a big house? Uh-huh. Or would it be a big wedding? Big house. I don't mm. want a big wedding. Mm. No. I'm like, I'm the type of person where I don't like a lot of friends. Yeah. I don't, I'm not the IG girl who friends with all the IG bitches. Mm. I'm not that person. Look like, like you said I look like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the girl yeah. on the gram who's friends with all the popular girls. I'm yeah. just not that person. Mm. I feel like those girls have tried to like build relationships but i feel like all those all those relationships are fake mm -hmm. i feel like people just want the sauce mm -hmm. they want to be like well bitch how how did you do it mm -hmm. i want to see how you how you did it how did you how did how did you build your brand or how did you stay out the way or how did you get the ring how did you get everything you wanted mm -hmm. and i feel like with elevation you got to separate yourself you can't be you know outside with a bunch of bitches that you don't know Right. I don't want to be out with a bunch of million dollar, million follower females that are empty inside or trying to come for my man or, you know, trying to figure out how I'm getting money and trying to penetrate the set. Mm -hmm. Like, no, uh, -uh. you got to be exclusive with your energy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you keep people out, it's harder for people to fuck up what you got going on. Mm -hmm. So I truly feel like that. you got to be tight and i feel like i don't trust the girls who have 50 million bffs or at 50 million dinners i don't i don't hang out with a crew i'll mm -hmm. be having two three four five friends max mm -hmm. 
And then that's really it. And that's that's enough for me. What I noticed, like, it don't even be real friendships. It just it be don't. Like, it be for aesthetics and yeah. clout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, when I got engaged, I had so many people that I've never met or never talked to that were, like, reposting it. When I got engaged, I'm like, I don't know you, met you, mm-hmm. anything. And now it's like, girls, hit me, oh, we need to do dinner. We need to do lunch. And I'm like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> For what? Do dinner for what? To get in where they fit in. Right. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. So mm. I keep a, 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 a tight. So you're going to have you like a small wedding, like out the country or yeah. something, 10 people? Just, I want, I'm very, I'm all about my family. Mm-hmm. I love my family. I want my grandparents there. So I don't know if I could do out the country yeah. because my grandparents are in their 90s, in their mid 90s. Mm-hmm. So that might be too much, but definitely somewhere else but i'm thinking like sexy but intimate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's waiting on me to plan it but i'm like i'm so i feel like when you have business opportunities you have to strike while the iron's hot so it's like i have to fulfill some of my obligations with you know some of the different business ventures that i'm working on i don't want to miss that Mm-hmm. that space so i'm like once the smoke clears then i'll get more focused on the wedding because i'm like we already we already have the foundation we have the love yeah. we have all of that so i'm like it's no real rush mm-hmm. for the actual you know wedding part mm-hmm. we have everything mm. so i have a friend that been engaged for about eight years oh man that's mm-hmm. too bad <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I mean, That's I guess. That's too bad. But is is she been engaged for eight years because he's not ready? I don't think it's not that or, he's not ready or maybe. Or they're just comfortable. I think maybe comfortable and I don't know. Does she want to get married? I think every girl want to get married. So then if then what are they waiting on? Eight years. That's that's a long time. I feel like because we got together quick, I feel like. There was no rush. There was no rush. Let's really now. get to know each other. Yeah. 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 So that's why I'm like. Mm-hmm. Was it like a big proposal? Like, did he like set you up? Like, did you? Um, you know what? It was. It wasn't even a big proposal. We um, for Christmas we got this beautiful house in the hills mm-hmm. in L.A. And um, and remember, y'all this is during the pandemic. Yeah, me, uh-huh. me, him, and the poodle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, he proposed for Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He seemed. He just seemed like a guy that would like go all out or something yeah. or like. But he mad chill though. Mm-hmm. Like, he's reserved. That's what I like. Very I feel reserved, like very most guys that I've dated were just, like, doing too much mm-hmm. or over the top. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, I always had to be on in relationships. I never really got to just let my hair down and just relax. Yeah. I could do that now. I, I have peace. I feel safe. I never felt safe, ever. Yeah. And that is so important, feeling safe with a man. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, you can't. That's a non-negotiable for me. Mm-hmm. It's feeling safe. And you could date guys and not feel safe or not feel protected. Yeah. Or not feel like, you know, you can come to them. He's my best friend. We can talk about anything. We talk about hoes. We talk about <laughs> business. We talk yeah. about family. Like, I have a good relationship with his ex-wife. Like, me and her are cool. Like, it's just, we got we got a nice thing going. Yeah. I think when you look at women like you, when you, when you see women like you, uh-huh. you would think it's it's harder to get women like you, and you would you would be more comfortable with 
people that are in the fast lifestyle, like rappers and people that I've are I've done running. that already. Uh-huh. I've done all of that. Mm-hmm. It's not all that is cracked up to be. All right. So it's like, I've dated. I've dated the director. I dated the, the rapper. I dated the producer. And like, once you get to a certain place, you want peace. You want... You don't want to have to worry about hoes every two seconds or you don't want to worry about, you know, having to be in the shadow of your man or you just you don't want to be in that life. Like when it's time to get married, I feel like you got to have a difference. It has to be a difference from who you deal with, who you have fun with and then who you marry or who you want to have a long term relationship with. Mm -hmm. And I feel like. Those are sometimes separate people, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that fair to say? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I felt like I dated the athletes and all that, but when I think about it, I wouldn't. I would have never married any of them. Right. None. Because you'd be worried the whole. That's my point. Mm-hmm. Girls that I know that's married or dating, it's very stressful. Yeah. Very stressful, and I get it. Like every day, you know, bitches is throwing themselves. You mm-hmm. know. Which that don't mean that they can't be faithful, but you're just in a high risk environment. High risk. High risk. <laughs> mm. And so for me, it's like, I love being in my bubble. Yeah. I have the best bubble ever. It's, it's a beautiful thing when you find mm-hmm. something that makes sense and works. So. I want this to be a lesson to all the guys that's watching. <laughs> because... You really don't have to be like the it guy for real. You don't have to be this. You don't have to be in the line. The flashy. Line. You don't mm-hmm. have to be like what if what if Frank Lucas say mm-hmm. the loudest the loudest mm-hmm. man in a room is is is, is the brokest is the brokest or whatever. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you a reserved man. I promise you. Reserved. <laughs> yeah. Now it'd be some women that uh, what do you? You need balance. I'm a Libra. <clears throat> okay. My birthday. Your birthday coming up? Yeah, Sunday, I believe. What I you think. doing? We're going out of town for my birthday. Yeah. Town or country? Country. We're going to Cabo. Cabo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice little getaway. Yeah. So, What's everything that? is more like relaxed, and I'm in my soft air, and I could sleep at night, and yeah. you know, it's peaceful. Now, okay, I gotta ask you this. Uh-huh. Now. Okay, what does he do for a living? He is very, very, very intelligent. So his background is in IT. So uh, he's, IT yes, his background is in IT. So he knows how, he knows how to build like infrastructures. So he has a trucking business. He has a car dealership. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so serial entrepreneur. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, because we just talked about like dealing with people in the limelight, dealing with athletes yeah. and celebrities. Uh-huh. Now the money. Uh-huh. Now, does he have to make a certain amount of money for you? I feel like for me, it's not that he has to make a certain amount. It's more of like a mindset. But at the end of the day, like I'm still going I'm I've, I'm always going to want to be with a man that can take care of his woman. Yeah. So no matter how much money I make, I still need him to make more right, right, right. <laughs> and, and be able to take care of mm-hmm. his home. So that's that's very important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that answer. Yeah. So you couldn't you couldn't be the woman that's the breadwinner. Yeah, I could if if the tables turn. You know what I mean? I could like if some shit happened and the tables turn. Absolutely. Because we've already built that, you know, from the jump, from the jump. No, no, no. For no. 
Oh, from, from the, the jump, jump from you, like could I date somebody who has less? You're than a millionaire. You? I'm. I make a hundred thousand a month. Could, I think. I think I could absolutely because I think it's a mindset. Because sometimes you may not. You may not have done the business, or you might be working on the business that's going to make you all yeah. this money. As long as you're ambitious and all of that, I mm-hmm. feel like you know you could date. You could date people that make less money than you. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think, you know, but I'm just. I, I like. I like to be able to. You know, I have a man that goes hard and, you know, he mm-hmm. does what, you know, he mm-hmm. takes care of his home. So that's important to me. Okay. Yeah. Now, and I'm sure it's intimidating to date women who are successful. But, um, you know, and I hope like guys dating successful, women, it forces them to want to, you know, step they shit up as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's anything wrong with dating somebody who has, you know, less money. Yeah. I think it's it's more. um for the guy, um, they would feel a little intimidated. Yeah. Inferior. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. And my personality, I think it would be hard if I had a man who was making less because I feel like I wouldn't allow him to be the man. I feel like I can just naturally be bossy. Yeah, especially and so, if you're pretty. And I think, and I think that would turn him off. Yeah. If like, you're pretty and you make more money, it's like, I'm a great damn, somebody's going somebody gonna to steal her from me, I would think. This ain't gonna last long. She's gonna find somebody that's I don't balling. Know. I don't know. But, I mean, that's not my situation. So. Right. <laughs> now, <clears throat> you're about to get married. So, what are your thoughts on what? prenup? Prenups? Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're both successful, I don't really feel like it's necessary unless it, the, the scale is like a huge, mm-hmm. huge, you know, difference. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. If I was worth like a hundred million, then I would get a prenup, but I'm not. <laughs> what if he wants what if he wants a prenup? Would you feel any type of um, way? I wouldn't feel any type of way. Mm-hmm. No. If you want to protect what your assets or whatever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. As long as my shit protected too. Mm-hmm. So no, I wouldn't feel any type of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't. No. If I was I don't know how I feel about that. Somebody asked me that um a while ago. And I said that if I was to get divorced, uh-huh. I would I would give her at least forty percent. I think that's fair. She put in a lot of work. In right. I think it. I think prenups should be based on how long you've been together. Make mm-hmm. sure nobody's cheating. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, things of that nature, to where it's fair. Mm-hmm. You know, or if the woman helped them help the man build their company and their business and all that, she deserves a portion of that. Right, right, right. I don't feel like you know she put in the work. She was in the gym shooting. Make sure mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. gets some of that check. <laughs> I think so too. Because so if, I think that's super fair. If I started with a million dollars and I and I grew to like a hundred mil, thirty mil, fifty yeah, mil, yeah. and you was beside me, I don't. I think you deserve some of that. Absolutely, a hundred percent. I would be. I would feel some type of way if if I didn't, because I'm like I'm there raising your children, taking right. care of your house, making it to where all you got to do is work. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to worry about shit. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Everything is all laid out, taken care of, and autopilot. Mm-hmm. So I'm providing an atmosphere and a space to where you can just do your thing. Mm-hmm. That 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 has a value. Now, do you cook and clean? I do. Both? I do cook and clean. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about... But my man doesn't require it. Okay. No, he doesn't require it. Okay. Yeah, but I do. Now, at what point do you think you, you'll hire somebody to do all this? I mean, we've had maids, yeah. you know, in our last home. But, um, yeah, I mean, 
if it gets overwhelming, if I got too much going on, absolutely, I'm going to hire, you know, some help. Absolutely. I made this post. Well, this guy, he was, Uh you know him 500? Say that again? Him 500? Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, so he he was on my... um, He's part of the the circle of CEOs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, like, I don't require my wife to cook and clean. I don't even need her to because... I need her to do so many other things. I've, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he don't he don't be stunting that shit. That's right. little shit. I feel like the problem is today is I feel like there's a lot of bad bitches who get with men with money and they don't really feel like they need to bring anything to the table outside of just being a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. And it's like for me, I bought my man a Rolls Royce for Christmas. You didn't see that? It went viral. They got like a million. Did bucks. I? I think I did see Are that. You serious? It was like um, it was everywhere on blogs i I said you have some women who sit in the rolls royce and then you have other women i remember that post. who buy them i remember that post and i just i did that because i wanted to show the appreciation for my man and let him know like damn you you've been you've been a nigga like you that nigga so you need to be able to be appreciated and have a woman who's gonna go just as hard for you and so I bought him a Rolls Royce. I bought him a Ray. That's crazy. So, Where are the women at? I feel like, but I feel like men don't allow women to be in a space to be. I've never been with a man who have made me want to do something like that for them. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I haven't. Like I spent a bag on my man, like a man. real bag. Like, that, that's not normal. No, but I feel like how he treats me, mm-hmm. the respect, everything, like how he makes me feel, like he would do anything in this world for me. And I feel like that's priceless. And I feel mm-hmm. like men need to be, you know, tricked on. We do. You know, men need to be loved on and treated like a king. And, you know, I take my man, I, I pop up with gifts and like, he's like... He that nigga for real. So I'm like, you gon' you gon' you gon' see the benefits on why you chose me to be your wife. So it's like, mm. and it and it ain't like a, a pick me or a choose me. We together. Right. But he is somebody who literally has like anything I can imagine. Oh. So it's like for me, it's like, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I wanna go out and and do something like that. Because now, you know what that does? It's like, if we didn't work out, where would you go? Right. Where would you go? <laughs> it's like, when mm. you've had a taste of caviar, it's like, and I had caviar for the first time today. It was nice. Today? Today, okay. for the first time. It's like, you're, you're accustomed to your woman treating you a certain way. It's going to be very hard mm-hmm. to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, not get all this greatness right right so <laughs> and not that it's about materialistic no, it's things a, or any of that it's the thought it's the thought mm-hmm. and it's like okay i can afford it i can do it and that's what my i knew he wanted one and he was about to buy his own and i'm like no honey well i didn't tell him that yeah but i surprised him what did he say How- he, <laughs> like and i want to say i think it's all still on instagram too on my uh-huh. page but you see the whole moment. It was just like, you're shocked because you don't expect that. And I feel like you don't see regular people buying stuff. You see celebrities, the Cardi B's and the Offsets buying yeah, yeah, each yeah, other yeah, yeah. these gifts. But you don't see 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I ain't seen none of these bad bitches on a gram just going out saying, hey, I appreciate my man. I'm going to buy you uh, Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. And these girls, they got they got money. They got businesses. I feel like in in today's day, I feel like it's all about how much a woman, a woman can get. Mm-hmm. But they not really doing nothing for mm-hmm. the man. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you got to provide that safe haven in mm-hmm. order to be in a space where you want to do that for your man. Mm-hmm. So you only see that with celebrities. Rappers. That's how I feel. And it's like for a man to even think that was even possible. I got to get with one of these type of women. And well, he had no idea. Yeah. He had no idea. I never expect anything big from like. And and <laughs> and you know what's crazy. I surprised him, and in our first year, I took him, you know, on a surprise vacation for his birthday. You got to keep in mind, we in the pandemic, and he was like, "Nobody's ever flown me out. Man, nobody's ever like bought me a Rolex or or taken me on vacation, and I didn't have to pull my wallet out." And I'm just like, in this day and age, with all these successful women, mm-hmm. and nobody has been able to dig in their own pocket and do something nice for their man. Mm-mm. It's crazy. It's such a fast-paced um, society. Like, I don't think that. Um, but I feel like if you're loved properly, I feel like that should be a no-brainer. I feel like I'm the type of nigga that I should be getting that type of stuff. <laughs> Real talk. But like, are you providing a safe haven for whoever you're dating? Now, maybe because maybe not right now. What what you put in, I feel like what you put in is what you what you get out. Yeah. And then I also feel like then you got the stupids. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, some some women can see all the red flags and still stick around. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, or they like, oh, you know, my man, da, 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 da. But it's like, well, if you're going to be there, then you there. Mm-hmm. Don't complain. And you and you you sticking around and you allowing it. Mm-hmm. So. So was your mom and dad together? Yeah. 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 My parents got married. Um when I believe my mom, my mom and my dad got together when my mom was 17 and my dad was 19. Hmm. Yeah. And then they were together for 32 years, married until my dad passed away. Damn. I was the biggest daddy's girl. That's like, beautiful. Biggest daddy's girl. And my dad, he was a super breadwinner. He was the, I'm going to take care of my family. I'm a great father, great grandfather, just great overall businessman. Like, I love my dad. My dad was an amazing role model. And I think that's another reason why, like, you know, I'm with my man is Mm -hmm. because there's so many things that he reminds me of him. And I think, Mm -hmm. like, women who've had a good relationship with their father, they want a man who has some similarities Mm -hmm. to their their father. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, um, so you had a you had an example. Yeah. But I feel like that don't I feel like a lot of people can come from a two parent household and mm-hmm. still, you know, that mm-hmm. don't do shit. OK, so how do you feel like. How do you feel like you are you're going to be a good wife? Are you preparing yourself to. So be, how do I feel like I'm a good wife? How I'm going to be a great wife? Yes. Or like a mother and all those things. Yes. I just feel like I'm a very like positive and forward thinking person. So I'm always looking for the good. I'm always, whenever we have little tiny conflicts, Mm -hmm. I'm always like, hey, let's try to figure out, you know, how can we not do that? Or how can we always stay strong as a, as a unit? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I'm a very positive person. And then also I'm all about, you know, I can, I, I always take accountability. I can admit when I'm wrong. 
you know, I can take fault, but I just feel like to be a good wife, you have to be able to take care of your man. You have to, you know, have your own life. I feel like that's very important. I feel like a lot of women don't have their own life. Um, I always want to have my own shit going on. No matter how much money he makes, I want to always have my own money. That's Mm -hmm. important to me. Because I feel like when you got your own money, then you can't really be controlled. Mm-hmm. And not to say a man naturally wants to control a woman, but I feel like you don't have a voice if you don't bring anything to the table. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel. So, um, but I feel like I have my own life and I feel like he always says, I know no matter what, you're going to be fine. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm a great mom to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a great a great mother. I want I want children. I want maybe two max. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always I'm a forward thinking person, so I'm always thinking about five and ten years from now. Mm-hmm. So while he be thinking about the now and what's going on, I'm like, okay, honey, I'm planning for ten fifteen years from now. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about balance. I'm a Libra, of course, mm-hmm. and stability, and just. You know, I'm always keep the peace, but I'm still like a very strong, dominant woman. So I'm the type where I don't take no shit either. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you got to be a strong man to be able to have a strong woman. Mm-hmm. So it's I feel like men aren't always comfortable being with a strong woman because it forces them to have to, you know, whether it's level up or be held accountable for their, you know, shit. Yeah. Or just, mm-hmm. you know, when you have a woman who, like, knows and, like, confident and, you know, she's got all her shit laid out. It's like, you got to come, you know, correct. Mm-hmm. Because, shit, you, you got a top-notch bitch. So, at any given moment, it's like, you, you, you want a woman that adds a little pressure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You want a woman that's worth losing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the problem with a lot of men. Men always want to be the prize. They don't <laughs> want their woman to be the prize. They don't. Uh-huh. So if you have a woman that you that you feel like is worth, like that you would not want to risk losing, I feel like you're going to respect and go that much harder for your woman. But if you feel like, mm, I'd be straight if I lost my bitch, yeah. then you kind of like, mm, I fuck up. I know she ain't going nowhere. Right, or right, right. I can find a bitch that's better than her then it's like you're gonna you're gonna move differently Mm -hmm. so i feel like you also have to be ready for a woman that you know is a woman that you would want to be married you got to be ready for that Mm -hmm. you can't really come to the table and play with that because you might miss your blessings so i always said that i always said that i would i want someone that i'm I'm scared to lose absolutely i I feel like that's the only way Mm -hmm. That the respect stays there. Yeah. You with a woman, you done dogged and dragged this hoe yeah. forever. You're not going to respect her. Mm-mm. That's how I feel. Mm-mm. You're not going to respect her. Mm-mm. So that's why I'll have conversations with women. They'll be like, man, I've been with this man for 10 years. And I've been wanting, you know, to get married. And I wanted this. And you done had all these kids for this man. Mm-hmm. And then y'all break up. And then he gets with a woman and marries her immediately. <laughs> so I feel like that's Man. because he felt that he had yeah. to do what he needed to do to get her, but he didn't have to do that over there. Right. right. So I feel like, you know, men are going to do what you allow and 
men are gonna level up for the woman they want to level up for mm -hmm. so so it's about really like putting your foot down like, absolutely mm -hmm. yeah but you also have to be in a place to receive the blessings you can't say you want you know wifey material and then you're not really giving off husband material mm -hmm. it don't really work that way mm -hmm. so if you want some bullshit you can't really expect to have you know this sacred space or you know this sacred relationship you're not gonna have that mm -hmm. because you on the fuck shit mm -hmm. you can't you you're not gonna have what you truly want until you ready to put in the work to get what you want and be able to receive what you need mm. that's right a, that's a, yeah that's a message <laughs> that's real yeah so. What do you think your mom, like watching your mom and dad uh -huh. as growing up, like what yeah. do you think she instilled in you to be so, this person? Yeah, so I feel like my mom was a super strong woman and my dad was like the spontaneous, like live on the edge type. Mm -hmm. So I feel like my mom always taught me to be strong. My mom always taught me how to be able to do all the important things like, you know, know how to take care of yourself and know how to take care of your business. And just, I feel like all those important business and, and, and just values and having a man respect you and, and, you know, not taking no shit. I got that from my mom. Mm -hmm. My mom is like, she a sharp shooter, like no chaser, nothing. Mm -hmm. So I'm very outspoken. I get that from my mom. So I have one of those personalities where it's like, you either love me or you hate me. Mm -hmm. I don't really have the in-between. You're either, oh my God, I love Brett, or I can't stand that bitch. Mm -hmm. So I'm a, I speak how I feel, and you either love me because I'm real or you mad because, did she really just say that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said it. And with my dad, my dad was the businessman, spontaneous, you know, lots of personality, you know, great at almost everything i'm great at a lot of things and i get that from my dad athlete i was an athlete so my dad knew how to you know get to the to the back and he knew how to take care of his family you know he was a real lover and so i'm a combination of my mom and my dad okay. and everybody that knows me knows you know my dad i i was the biggest daddy's girl and it's like now me and my mom are BFFs. If you don't mind me asking, how did your dad pass? My dad had diabetes. Um, it's it's a crazy story actually because even though he had diabetes, he you know he was he was tall. He was you know my dad always played sports, um, so he always he looked healthy. He wasn't a, a a guy who didn't look healthy, and um, he had got a bunion on his foot. And because when you're a diabetic, you heal slow. So he had a bunion on his foot that just wouldn't go away. And he got a blood clot and died just like that. How quick? He had surgery on his foot and then a month later he died. Yeah. Wow. So it was the blood clot and he um, went into cardiac arrest. How long ago was this? Uh, 2015. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So, um... Mm. Yeah, it just, it came literally out of nowhere. Like, it was a huge blow. Mm. And so, my dad, he was like, 
my when my dad passed away, it like forced me to like grow up because, you know, my dad, he did he did pretty well and he, you know, took care of everybody, you know? Like he always if any of us ever need anything, we always call dad. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom's like, "Stop, stop doing this, stop doing that." And you know, get 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 them out of our pocket and my dad was like no these are my girls i have two sisters so all girls my dad had all girls and so when he passed i felt like i kind of you know he passed the torch to me mm. you so, the oldest i'm the youngest but i'm uh. the the little older sister it'd be like that man it'd be like that so it's like you know i'm just the more I've just always been like, I have that personality where I'm like the older sister with my sisters. So she, she seems like she's just younger than you for some reason. Well, she's she's like a live wire. <laughs> she's fun. Yeah. yeah, she's 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 cool. But yeah, she's three years older than me. Her birthday's a week. I talked to her. Mine. I talked to her for like an hour today. Yeah, she's cool. Sherry is like a free spirit. Very cool. She's cool mm-hmm. as hell. Free spirit. Just like. Super down to earth, mad chill, just, you know, and I'm more of the like, okay, you know, did you take vitamins today? Did you go to the gym? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, did you work on your business? Mm-hmm. How's your credit doing? Do we need to look at your credit? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm that sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Now, can we talk about um, like mm-hmm. your past relationships? Yeah, that's fine. We can. Do a little dibble and dabble. All right, so I seen this picture okay. when um, y'all was together. Um, he was he was in the water. He was on his back. Um, I think I was in like Paris or France or some mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, how was that situation? Like, why didn't it work? Because when I seen, it, I was like, damn, these. I was I was like happy for you. I was like, damn, like she didn't came up in life, mm-hmm. Ross. Like what happened? Like, um, I feel like when when we met, it was just like a like one of those sweep you off your feet, just romance type of relationships, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it was like a fairy tale, but it mm-hmm. never felt real. Real. Mm-hmm. It felt like you're dreaming, mm-hmm. you know. And so, I mean, we had we had fun. We lived. We traveled. You know, I was there for him when he went through that whole um, case where, you know, you had the ankle monitor Mm -hmm. and he was fighting that case and all that. I went to court and, you know, I did all that with him and all in the blogs and TMZ and we in the airports. And, you know, funny story is we were in um, cons uh, for one of his tours and we were partying with the prince of Saudi Arabia and um, we were we like took this this small boat to this yacht and so you know because he's an entertainer um they want to pay large you know pay them lots of money to just do a quick 20 minute performance right Mm -hmm. so wanted to give him a crazy bag for like a quick performance right so we hop on this little boat to get to this stupid crazy yacht of the prince of saudi arabia like i'm not making this shit up it's crazy and so we're on the boat he does his performance You know, we eat, we hang out, it's supermodels, it's 7 a.m. in the morning, like, you know, just best life lived. Mm -hmm. And um, it's time to go. And he was like, no, I want you to perform some more. And, you know, like, you feel like 
when you're a celebrity and you know they feel like you're just your talent like you're mm -hmm. you're performing like you know and so they did not want to let us leave and literally they like had us hostage because they were like no nah, we're not done we want y'all to keep performing <laughs> and and he was like nah we out yeah. and so you know he called the security and all the people and you know he they bucked on him and we went down and they grabbed some of one of his little brothers or something and had a whole like guns and rifles and all types and it was like y'all don't let me go we taking a brother and so that's how we were able to wait 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 y'all took the brother yes um, oh shit yeah and we're like if you do not let us leave and i'm like oh lord my mom this i said this is not how i want to die i'm like i want to be all over the news and I'm just, it's its like going through my head. This like Saudi please, Arabia. This, these. I'm like, please don't let this be the end. Like, don't let this moment yeah. while I just, while I'm in the south of France on a yacht. And I was like, like stuff you only see in the movies yeah. was happening in real life. And we was able to, that's how we were able to escape and get off that yacht and they had him hostage, like, and had him hostage until we were all the way on the boat to, like, we out. And that's crazy. Yeah. But, um, you know, he was he's he's a cool guy at the end of the day. I'll never say anything bad. He was a great person. Um, you know, we had we we after it ended, I we didn't speak for a while. I just, you know, wasn't interested in speaking. But um, we became we became close and we became, you know, good friends. And um it just it didn't work out, you know, but it was a, it was a cool chapter. It was fun. It was an experience. And mm -hmm. he's a great person. He has an amazing family, mom, sisters, all of that. And, um, you know, it was just a chapter. But nice. it was like it was like a fairy tale. It, mm -hmm. it, it never really felt real. But, um, but yeah, most women, um, they would die for it. That, those situation and absolutely not knowing but what it I don't think with. I could do the pressure of dating a celebrity. It's 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 a lot. What advice would you give women that that dream that and um, that want that life but don't really know I what don't it comes think with? It's real. Mm -hmm. I feel like well, I won't say it's not real. It's just not for me. Mm -hmm. It's not for me. I could not live that life. But I feel like for women, I feel like. You know, the girls that are willing to do whatever it takes to date a celebrity and all that, that's a that's a certain type of life that you have to be comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's it's like a anything goes type of thing. And it's like if you want to be there and, you know, try to hang in there to, to be the last one standing, that's that's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a it's a fight every day. Mm -hmm. So it's like you just you got to have it in you. But. I mean, you got to think about what do you want at the end of the day? Do you you want a family? Do you want to get married? What what type of relationship do you do you want for your children? You know, like all those things matter. Mm -hmm. And do you want a life of, you know, TV and film and red carpets and all that? A lot of people can do that, mm -hmm. you know? And I just feel like it's it's an acquired you know type of thing and you know women do it every day but it's tough it's tough to have a strong relationship and 
in that type of environment where it's so much pressure, it's so many hoes, it's so many groupies, it's so everything is set up to fail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> everything is set up to fail. Mm -hmm. But you know, people do it every day, but it's not something that's that's for me. How long did it last? Um, it wasn't that long. We when we dated, um, we we kind of had that type of relationship where we're together every single day. So I want to say we dated maybe about four months, mm -hmm. but it felt like so much longer because mm -hmm. we were together every day for like, not every day, but we were together like 80, 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. And we we're traveling the world and, you know, so much had happened during that time. We had court cases and traveling and, you know, I want to say he might have even had a health scare while we were together. It was just mm. so many different it, uh, you know a dynamic and so um you know it was a chapter and you know it's part of my story how did it end how did it end um how did it end i just feel like we we're just in different places mm -hmm. and so it just you know it's just it just ran its course basically it just ran its course mm -hmm. yeah no i had i had a lot of very um, public relationships but you know I feel like when you allow people in your business mm -hmm. as quickly as you allow your them in your business if your shit ain't strong that's how quickly that you know it can fall apart and so I feel like you know social media uh, outside influences can really take a toll on relationships mm -hmm. and so um, that's why when I got with my fiance we were very private in the beginning because when you build that foundation, you know, it's hard to, you know, break it if you ain't got nobody trying to penetrate and ruin it. Does he even have an Instagram? Who? My um, fiance? Yeah. No, he does. He's just chill. Okay. And I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be on his page. I'll be watching his page. So I'll be, you know... You know how you know how females like mm -hmm. they won't be checking for somebody or know about somebody, and then the second you're with them, then then all of a sudden, you mm -hmm. know, they want to be like, well, who is she? Who is she with? Or right. whatever. So, um, you know, people people gonna always try it, always try it. So now y'all got businesses together. You have like um, boats and jets, and we've got a, we've got a boat. Yeah, that's your own. Uh huh. Yeah. Where is it? It's at the lake, Lake Lanier. Oh, yeah. You're not scared of Lake Lanier? No. I, you know what it is? Lake Lanier is with water, with water, you have to be safe on water. And I feel like you can't just be jumping in open water knowing that there's a lot of debris mm -hmm. underneath the ocean. So I just feel like you got to be careful on mm -hmm. the water. I don't do jet skis. I don't. I don't even get in the water like in the open water. Like if we're docked and we're just over by like the shallow part, I'll get in that. But mm -hmm. I'm not getting, I'm not jumping in no open water. Absolutely I not. I wouldn't jump in Lake Lanier. No, absolutely not. But it's a vibe though. It's a vibe on the lake. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you're safe, you know how to, you know, my man, he knows how to drive the boat really well. So um, when you, when you, when you do it right, it's, mm -hmm. it's a vibe. What about the jet? The jet? Yeah. No, I don't have a jet. Where are you getting this information this is, listen, from? I, talk I do to your not have a jet. Yo, listen, I talked to your sister. Like, she was like, <laughs> she G, is so she crazy. G five boats. No, this she is, is crazy. This is what Look, you're I have flown on 
private jets and planes, but she said, "Listen, know, they like, doing their thing. Listen, yeah. they got boats, they no, got but yachts, you they keep got." In mind, my sister, she's I love I love her to death, but mm-hmm. you got to keep in mind she's still watching from the outside. Mm-hmm. So she's crazy. <laughs> now, don't have a jet? No. Do you think she got jealous, or anybody in your family got jealous when you bought your man a Rolls Royce? No, my family's not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my family's very like humble and chill. Mm-hmm. I'm the extra one in my family. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm the one that does the most, but they're not even about they that those type of things don't even interest them. Uh, so no, my family is really like my biggest supporters. Okay. Yeah, we're very close. All my sisters have their license. They all were originally with me when I launched my company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What else you got for the people? What else do we got? Yeah, what um, else you got for the people? What do you want to know? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm low-key these days. I'm trying to enjoy my happiness. Mm-hmm. Like, I be on the gram and I just, I see so much. Like, I see all these beautiful women and I be seeing how it's just, the dating game is so rough outside like it's so so rough i have so many people that come to me like brit just what's the prayer what's the prayer we want the brit prayer and i'm like you have to be what you want to receive and i tell myself i said once i launch this business mm-hmm. i going to find my husband like i said that i was originally supposed to move to miami mm-hmm. originally but because of the pandemic i stayed in atlanta but i was like i'm gonna find my man because i felt like when you reach a place where I feel like I wasn't really as respected when I was in the entertainment, you know, modeling and just whatever that space is, even just when I was doing wardrobe styling for TV and film and, you know, all these different things, I just feel like it wasn't really respected. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when I launched this company, I felt like it was different, you know? And so I felt like men approached me differently. I mm-hmm. feel like men came more correct. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they treat you different when they feel you have a certain level of value. And so I was like, I'm gonna find my man that mm-hmm. I'm really supposed to be with and be ready to receive those blessings. Mm-hmm. And so um, you, gotta be, you gotta be in a space to, to, to be ready. And I just feel like what I see outside, I'm like, it's a lot of shit. Like sometimes I'll be having to like step away from the gram because I'm like, whoo, mm-hmm. it's a lot. And then you want to protect your peace. Mm-hmm. You want to protect what you have. So that's why I'm like, I don't I don't hang out with a lot of people. Mm. Less the better. <laughs> so I just I try, I try to stay to out stay this out song. of the way. I try to stay out the way as well. Like dating yeah. in Atlanta, dating anywhere, period. Um is very small like you're gonna deal with somebody but i'm sure that, you, you with social media you can date a woman in any place you can hand pick whoever yeah. you want with the gram that's what sucks they didn't have that 50 years ago Shit, it's like every men ago. feel like you know women are disposable disposable mm-hmm. because you can literally go on instagram like a bunch of photos dm somebody and boom quick i've dated somebody that i've met off of the gram everybody has everybody has yeah. so it's scary that's why it's like you don't want 
you don't want like your significant other like thirsting over bitches photos and shit mm-hmm. like you don't want all of that you want to protect your space you don't want i'm not gonna be out with a bunch of you know thought ass bitches right when i'm in this space mm-hmm. you know it's like they want to come to the house and meet your man absolutely not mm-hmm. no <laughs> absolutely not now would you get on your man about liking pictures liking big booty pictures and stuff like that? yeah absolutely what you gonna say it's not that I will get on my man. I just feel like it's inappropriate. To like? I I definitely feel like it's inappropriate to like, like, big, like, it ain't even about the size. Just, like, very overt, provocative, like, thought shit. Uh-huh. Like, a bitch bent over in a thong or a bathing suit and you liking it, that's inappropriate. Because I feel like you can like it with your eyes and not have to double tap. Right. But I feel like if you double tap, you want it to be known that, mm-hmm. yo, I want you to see that. Mm-hmm. I like your ass. Right, right. I need you to see because of you looking at it. Mm-hmm. But what you need a double tap for? Right or wrong? If do you get my point? No, I get it. Not as you say it like that. You get what I'm saying? Because you're looking at it anyways. Yeah. But what? Why do you need a double tap? It? Do you need her to be like, "Yo, bitch, that mm-hmm. ass is fat." You need her to be like, "Oh, thank you." Thank Basically, you, you, you looking for that confirm? You, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Because you gonna like it, and it's so much ass online. But do you really have to double tap? Because I feel like the double tap is saying, hey, hi, (laughs) I'm present. I liked your fat ass. I'm over here. I'm over here. I like your fat ass. (laughs) You know, my. That's how I look at it. My excuse was Instagram. Like, we supposed to like pictures. But with you saying that like that, like. I feel like if you're just single and you dating, that's different. But when you trying to have a family and you building, like, you got to be on some other shit. The same. What do they say? Old keys won't unlock new doors. Yeah. So if you really ready to step your your you gotta, shit up, you gotta leave that shit alone. You gotta leave that shit alone. That is true because if you liking somebody's picture, you want them to notice that you liked it. That's how I feel. And, you want them to see it, uh-huh. and then that's a, they, then that same female would be like, "Oh, her nigga, all in my likes." That's a fact. You know. That's a fact. Oh, oh, that oh, her man always liking all my pics. Mm-hmm. You don't want nobody to be able to say that about your significant other. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, her man be thirsty on my page. Mm-hmm. And that's li- them like, oh, she she might have this and this, but her man stay on my page. Mm-hmm. Nobody want to hear that. Because I'm going to show respect and do the same. I'm not going to be in no dudes' now, likes and stuff like that. I'm not going to do that. It's going to look fucked up if you're doing it. I swear Absolutely. to God. If, if I see 100%. you liking a nigga, you know what I'm saying? He got his shirt out and you exactly. double tapping. That's how I feel. Because that means I'm trying to say, hey. I liked your photo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's not needed. Damn. So to me, I feel like it's just respect. I don't it think is. it's like a, a control thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you can't. You already on the ground. Mm-hmm. You already following these hoes. Right. So you need to like the ass too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> but that's just like when you ready for that next level relationship. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like when early on when i was dating like sometimes i don't even follow my man because i didn't even want to be i didn't want to see none of it and i didn't want that to be the problem i feel like with relationships it's so easy for shit to fall apart to where you got to take yourself out of some situation Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's a lot of i didn't want to see it Mm -hmm. so if i don't see it i can't be mad at it but when you in a mature relationship you can just keep it 100 be like come on now Mm mm-hmm yeah. I don't think women can even uh, accept the fact that they can't see what their man is doing, not following him. They need to know exactly what he's doing. 
they need to know like everything. And sometimes it get annoying too. It's it's, yeah, it's like I could be annoying. <laughs> I think all women can. <laughs> all women can. It's yeah. like, damn, like, why are you on my line pressing me about yeah. Instagram? Yeah, 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 yeah. Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, like, but once you master that space with your significant other, it's it's a breath of fresh air. Because mm-hmm. I do not like that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't. Because it can be. It's so easy to avoid it. What are you? What do you need to like this fat ass for? <laughs> like, why? What? Tell tell me. Let's talk about it. What does that do for you? That you rather like this fat ass and have peace within your household, you decide. Mm-hmm. So then, then it makes you wonder, like, so then what you really on then? Right. That's very true. What are you really on? Or do you want her to just leave you alone so you could just do whatever you want to do? Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. No, you absolutely Because right. a man's still going to do what a man wants to do, mm-hmm. but you're not going to do that on my motherfucking time. Especially if the girl got like 5,000 likes, you probably not even going to get noticed. Right. But when you scrolling, you no, gonna see I that No, I know thing. women that got 2 million followers and you liking an ass pic that's got 47,000 <laughs> likes. Why do you need to like that shit? You want to be amongst the 47,000 likes? You want to say, hey, I like that fat ass too. Like, why? So I just feel like it's, it's unnecessary. And it just, it keeps the peace in mm-hmm. that space to just, mm-hmm. we have our little, you know, re- respectable rules in mm-hmm. that space. Not really rules, just like, yo, let's right. just keep it keep it cool. There's just certain things you're just not supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, right, and I feel like when you in a when you in a place where you're trying to get to the next level, like mm-hmm. you you can't really get to the top if you got you can't have self control over these little things that don't matter. These mm-hmm. are things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. These same women that's got five million likes or followers could be the same very women that can't even get a man. They got to do this to make themselves feel Mm -hmm. validated or because they don't have anybody laying next to them. They got to go to the Internet Mm -hmm. to to feel to sleep good at night. Who who knows? Mm -hmm. So it's like, don't be a part of that shit, Mm -hmm. you know. But but yeah, she got a nice ass. Absolutely. Right. Just don't like it. Just don't acknowledge it. (laughs) Don't acknowledge it. Exactly. We could talk about it, but just don't don't like that shit on Mm -hmm. Instagram. Like we could talk about it. Oh, okay, yeah, like you yeah, scroll, yeah, like talk about it. yeah, look at this. Yeah, that's that's nice. See, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that ain't. Uh, uh-uh, I don't know. What? You're not gonna find too many women that's 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 willing to have a conversation like. But you still got to be mature enough to to do it though. Mm-hmm. You do. Like you gotta be. You gotta be ready for that. Mm-hmm. I feel like men be mad. They be lying. Niggas be lying over stuff that you ain't even gotta lie about. Like, these are things that you do not have to lie about. Just, like, just keep it, just keep it cool. Keep it pee. Yeah, so. I think it was a great conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Yeah. You could talk. Good. Huh? You could talk. I can really talk. <laughs> yeah. You can talk. I really can. You just, you just got to ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I'm a talker. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's next for you? So what's next? Mm-hmm. More business, babies. Babies. Now, are you gonna More have kids business. before the marriage, or it don't even matter? Um, after the wedding. After oh. the wedding. Yeah, I don't want to be fat in my wedding gown. I mean, I will if I have to, but yeah. I don't made it this far, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't made it this far, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, kids. Wedding, real estate, more business, more happiness, 
mm-hmm. you know. I'm really considering, like, helping women find love because I just feel like women, they just, everybody's just doing it all wrong. Like, all wrong. I, I really, like, once you get into a relationship that is really, like, a clean relationship with no fuck shit, you can see so much clear. Mm-hmm. Now it's like I'm embarrassed of some of the people that I've dated. Like, <laughs> it's that bad because mm. now I know better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like if people knew better, they would do better. Right. Or people knew their worth. How can you help people find love? Like, is it a, because like. Because you got to be able to, like, know. Like, I have so many girls that are like, okay, so what are the signs to stay and work on your relationship? And what are the signs to, like, walk away and leave? Mm-hmm. So it's like. I feel like women are staying in relationships that do not serve them just off of just comfort. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's the same way in business. Like, you can't get to the next level being comfortable. You have to keep being in an uncomfortable space to keep elevating. Mm-hmm. And so... So you apply that to relationships. Absolutely. And I just feel like dating in Atlanta, getting a ring in Atlanta, hmm. finding happiness in Atlanta is like... My nigga, what? So. It's crazy that you, you know, like you are very, like women that's on your level as in aesthetics. Uh-huh. They just not, it's not happening. No. And me and my husband talk about this all the time. Like, it's so many bad bitches that's single. Why though? Because I feel like they so caught up in the life. Mm-hmm. They so caught up with going to the club, popping bottles you know, a dude spending a check on them at Chanel and mm-hmm. like they missing all the signs. Mm-hmm. They just going straight for the vibe. Mm-hmm. And and that could be, I could see young girls doing that. But once you get to a certain place and you've been dating for like 10, 15 years, like and I've seen it online, it's like, you know better. Mm-hmm. And then I see the guys start to get younger and younger and younger mm-hmm. because you're not evolving, mm-hmm. you know? So if you start dating younger and younger guys, I like I see these girls dating guys that are like 22, 22 year old athletes. Like what what can you do with a 22 year old athlete or a 22 year old rapper? And you're in your mid 30s. What can you do with that other than have fun? That's a good time. And then you wonder why it don't work. You got to go into like, yo, I'm just about to have fun and, and, and enjoy myself. And then that's it. But if you really think you're going to get wifed up by one of these little 23 year old athletes like you out your motherfucking mind Mm -hmm. like come on and it's crazy that i be watching this like Mm -hmm. are they serious just have fun and let it be that but i feel like you have to get to a point where you got to grow up you got to put your big girl panties on grow the fuck up like step your pussy up like grow up you cannot be doing the same shit you was doing when you was 19 let them young girls have that. Mm-hmm. So when you when you in your 30s, you're supposed to be about your business. You're supposed to be finding the man that you're supposed to marry mm-hmm. and start that next chapter, not competing with 19-year-olds. Mm-hmm. I see so much of that on the gram, <laughs> and I am not going to say no names, but it's just like, mm-hmm. y'all know better. I think they, like, women, they go through so much bullshit. What is when that? Niggas. Like, what do you, like... It's just like they go to the next nigga. They what do they think they're gonna change them? No, they just they're going into it just to what they what can they get from them? What can they get out of it? Nothing real. But like, it's like y'all got businesses. Like, is your business doing a well enough to take care, or you just want that lifestyle that comes with dating these guys? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I think it's lifestyle driven. Trips. I don't think it's money driven no more. I think it's the lifestyle because 
you can make a lot of money and be bored out of your mind. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they chasing that lifestyle. They want to be on the red carpets. They want to be in the blogs. They want to be, you know, talked about all of that. And I'm like, I don't want none of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of none of that. I just want to get my money, mm-hmm. sit the fuck down, enjoy my life and pop out a couple of babies. And you would do that for so long. By the time you fucking look up and blink, your ass is 35, damn near 40. And it's like. Who the fuck gonna really want you at this age? And you didn't. You got this long list of fucking. But that's why you're supposed to l- level up and 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 grow up. Mm-hmm. You can't. You know, if you been outside since 18, it's like mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta switch the setup. You mm-hmm. gotta try something different because whatever you're doing is not working. So what do you what do you do for fun now besides traveling? Man, I be in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For fun, I love to eat. I'm a, I love fine dining. So fine dining. I love to eat. We go to nice restaurants, catch vibes, kick it with my girlfriends. You know, just real mm-hmm. chill vibes. Cause it's like, it's so much in today, especially in Atlanta. Like it's scary out here. All the robberies, the murders, the fires, the yeah. killings. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to really appreciate who you have next to you and hold on tight and just do good in the world and just stay out the mix. Like, I do not be outside mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I have all my fun on vacation. I do not be outside because it's just, it's not a safe place anymore. Yeah. I don't feel safe. And that's why, you know, it's good to have insurance on all your shit because at any given moment, like, if somebody came to me and was trying to, Rob me, take it. Right. Take it all. Because it's not mm-hmm. worth my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not fighting for nothing. Have whatever you got. Just don't take my dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't take my dog. You can have whatever you want. Don't take my baby. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're It's in- not worth it. But also, I don't want to put myself in situations yeah. to be, you know. Mm-hmm. So I try to be like, in my everyday life, I'm conservative. I don't right. be driving all my nice cars. Yeah. I drive my GLC, mm-hmm. you know, my Benz, and that's mm-hmm. my everyday car. So yeah, I get jazzy, you know, I pop my shit, but on the everyday, nah, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not gonna be doing the most. Cause doing the most in Atlanta is, we live in a very crab in the bucket, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. mentality where people don't like to see you successful and they feel like you don't deserve it. Like, you know how many people was like, Oh, she she didn't do that. You know, some dude taking care of her. Some dude, you know, put her up. And, you know, her man is, sweetheart, <laughs> I built this empire. That's why I got the ring. Because mm-hmm. he saw, like, oh, you can't even play with this. Mm. So it's like, I came with my shit, my ducks in a row. So it's like, you know, you got to protect what you have. Mm-hmm. And so you can't be out here, you know, caught slipping or anything. So I just try to keep a low profile. I don't be outside. Mm-hmm. I don't be hanging out. Mm-hmm. I just, I just try to do my part. I think people forget that. Like you yeah. got all this and provide stuff going. a and provide a safe haven for your man. You don't want your you. I don't want my man like damn my bitch out every night. Like I ain't gonna be in no nigga sections and stuff yeah, and yeah. like all that. That's that's is the problem. It's like. Women feel like they could do all that and it's not looked mm. down upon or, you know, Def- it looks bad. These women can't figure out why they man won't take them serious. Look at you outside 
and niggas' faces. Not even your man, just men, period. Men, period. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to see their woman out doing the most all the mm -hmm. time. They want to be like, yo, sit down. Mm -hmm. Sit down every blue moon. Mm -hmm. Skip a night. Mm -hmm. Skip a man. <laughs> <laughs> Skip a man. <laughs> Something. So I just feel like we in a we in a different place today. Like I literally go outside and I be like, I have anxiety because mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a target. So yeah, yeah. that's why I'm like, yeah. gotta be scary. Gotta be on point. Yeah, you gotta be on point. Security, everything. Like, cannot play. And Atlanta is getting so real. It's so real. That's why I'm like, I stay in my bubble. Mm -hmm. And I notice everybody has like jewelry, and I think people forget like, bro. Everybody. People are everybody. watching. And everybody ain't got it. Everybody ain't got it. A lot of people ain't got it. Yeah. A lot absolutely. of people fucked up. A lot of people fucked up. Uh-huh. So if you put yourself in a predicament where mm -hmm. somebody can. Yeah. yeah. I don't go outside like this every mm -hmm. day. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I don't even go to Linux by myself mm -hmm. or Phipps or anywhere. Absolutely not. Anywhere I go, even when I'm at the gas station, I have security escort me to my car. Yeah. Every time. And I keep I keep my pistol with me always always Secu never security that's at the gas station i only go to gas stations that have security there i only oh. go to the same gas stations if i'm in the city yeah so it's like i don't play that i'm always i spoke about it on like the pbn rock situation oh my god that, that's so i like it's like i didn't even know him but it's like all that affects me because mm -hmm. it's just like all this shit that could have been avoided mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's so sad it's so freaking sad and it's just like life is so precious and it's just not worth it it ain't it's not worth it that's why like my dude be like yo be chill don't don't do too much mm -hmm. so it's like i try to keep a low profile you got to because mm -hmm. now it's like it's a these these new dudes they different they different out here and they savages so it's like i try to just stay away yeah so like I was raised. It's a hood. time and a place for everything. It is. I was I was um at this lounge and uh -huh. um I was with like the homies, like my like my new circle. You yeah. know, niggas with money, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They got Absolutely. shit going on. Then one of my old friends pulled up and he was just looking at one of the niggas I was with, like, bro, he like he was like, bro, that shit dancing. He was like, man, I robbed that nigga. I said, bro, and you can't think like that, bro. Right. You gotta you gotta That's look at that scary. as motivation. You can't Absolutely. You can't think like you wanna take something from a yeah. nigga. Yeah. We ain't, we ain't on that no more. Uh -uh. Like, if he can do it, you can do it too. Absolutely. But niggas ain't thinking like that. Niggas no. is thinking, taking. Yeah, and that's why I don't be out. I don't I don't come outside like this. Mm -hmm. You know, we on camera, so we gonna shine. You feel me? Gotta shine. <laughs> we gonna we gotta shine. Gotta shine. Gotta shine. Dancing on camera. We gonna shine, but in real life, absolutely not. Yeah. It's a time and a place for everything. Mm -hmm. So, and that's also a reason why my business was able to do so well because in a time where shit was really fucked up, I was everybody's savior. Yeah. You know? And so <laughs> I was saving the day. Saving the motherfucking day. And so can't go wrong. If you ain't get nothing from this interview, you should go ahead and start your insurance company, boss your life up. Yeah. Cost one hundred fifty thousand. Get you a franchise. You know what I'm saying. And I will be teaching you guys how to do the same thing that I have done. So are you gonna come up with a course, or Absolutely. what? I'm already working on all of it. So Yo, proof so is in the pudding. You know, you got all these courses and all these women who are trying to teach you how to do business. Yeah. That 
ain't even done what they teaching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, then you got the ones who've actually done it yeah. from the ground up. And so that's what I have for you guys. So what, whenever you get done with it, um, send me the link. I will. We can do like affiliation because like I know this interview is going to do numbers. And they're going to be hitting you up in the DMs like, I want to start an insurance company too. I like, get so many men, women, everybody. It's such a great business to be yeah. in and nobody knows anything about it. So I just want to get that conversation started with, yeah. with teaching people about the industry, how to get into it. And once you get into it, it's limitless how I, much money you can make. I think you're the perfect person for it. Yes. You know, people like to listen to the good looking people like, hey, what'd you say? <laughs> You say I can make this. It's cool. like a, it's it's crazy because when I would meet people and they'll be like, "So you're my insurance agent?" Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah." Uh-huh. And they're like, like for real. They're like <laughs> I'm like, "Yes." Uh-huh. And they're just like, well, "You should model." And I'm like, "That's funny." <laughs> so it's like, "No, you can be attractive and yeah. do good business and you ain't, all that." You ain't going to make the type of money modeling. No. no, I mean, not what I was doing, yeah. no. but, Thanks. but yeah, so, but yeah, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Brit Edie. Brit Edie, the legend. Right. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but. Uh, I think, I think so. I know, I know I've seen you a few times in like clubs and stuff, like you okay. stand out like a fucking sore thumb. Like when you be standing in section and stuff, like mm-hmm. if you just scan in the room, you just got to stop like. <laughs> I didn't see you a couple of times out. Like okay. you just stand out. Well, you know, thank you. Like, That's, I take that as a compliment. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Whew. Yeah. We. I got a lot of great things going on, but I can't share them. I like to wait till everything is ready. Uh huh. But um, we got a yeah. lot of great things going on. So you guys stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, follow we'll Instagram. Give you these vibes. Follow on Instagram. We gonna give you these vibes, and we gonna give you some business, some dating. Mm-hmm. Some luxury lifestyle, some real sexy black love, all of that good stuff. And um, we're going to do it with a smile and be humble. So, yeah, when I post this, they're going to be ready for this interview. Like, <laughs> I already know. I'm like, I need to like, feel like I'm slouching. And then, and then we're going to give you these natural hair looks as well. <laughs> natural. Know? Are you black all the way? Like, what are you? I'm black. I have some Portuguese in my family, but I claim black. You and, your, you and your sister look like you foreign. <laughs> well, we, we have Portuguese in our family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like, I feel like I'm the last of the Mohican. I feel like everybody's part of the wig community and I'm still over here just Damn. getting a blowout. <laughs> I can't wait till I find me something like. My man hates weave. Man, I hate weave too. So, like, he's like, I just like feeling your scalp. Yes, man, women don't understand that. When you rub, through, like, you can feel yeah, like. I feel, I also feel like. As I've like gotten older and being happy in a relationship, it's like I feel like I don't have to do the most anymore. I don't uh-huh. have to always be done up, always have a face on or, you know, all of that. So mm-hmm. it's like you can be more yourself when you're like happy and, you mm-hmm. know, content. But don't ever let yourself go. <laughs> That's a fact. Don't ever let yourself go. That's important. Especially while in a relationship. You got to keep it. No, absolutely. Keep it spicy. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm a lot of spice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's for a different day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me ask you this before you leave. Okay. How many times a week do you do you think it's appropriate to have sex with your significant other? I feel like when you when you have like two people that are like like me and my husband, we be running all day, yeah. like a week. 
I don't know. We can go a week without it because we'd be dead tired. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I think appropriate is at least twice a week. You should. Okay. I feel like a minimum twice a week. You mm-hmm. should. But um, I mean, that's for busy people. For you busy, know, busy people. people. I know it's a lot of people that don't have nothing going on. Yeah. Yeah. But busy yeah, people. like. That's cool. Yeah. But that's minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Yeah, always make sure you take good care of your man. That's important. On all levels. All levels. Yeah. Physically, Mostly, sexually. physically, mm-hmm. mentally, sexually, whatever that looks like. All levels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was a good two hours. Damn, we did two hours? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a talker. <laughs> good two hours. I am a talker. Um, make sure you guys like, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you guys check out the Patreon. Man, I can't wait for this episode to come out. Yes. Uh, I enjoy myself. I enjoyed it. Like, yeah. I can listen all day. I literally have been turning down, like, interviews and podcasts for mm-hmm. years. And this is, like, my Man. first one in a long time. Blessing. So, I'm like, you know. Blessing cool. in disguise. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do celebrities follow you? Women, Say that again? Women celebrities follow you? Do women celebrities follow me? Yeah, a couple. Yeah, great. I don't know, you know. That's just gonna open the door for them to want to come on the podcast. Yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. But um, all right. Yeah, I am the insurance bay. Don't insurance bay knows me from that badass insurance bitch. That's me. <laughs> yeah, now I'm gonna teach you guys how to do it. Mm-hmm. Who told you to do this? Like who, to like teach. Cause that's like you the new thing. You know what it is? I've always naturally, even with my friends, I've always been like a giver. I mm-hmm. love to pour into people. I love yeah. to help others. So I naturally want to help other people. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like this is an industry that's untapped. It's not a lot of people that look like us in this industry. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's another avenue to run up a motherfucking bag. I don't know. If, I don't know how that works with cussing and all of that. Curse how you want. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's it's another avenue that I feel like a lot of people aren't familiar with the insurance industry, how it works, how lucrative it is. And you could do it extremely fast, which in other businesses, it takes forever to make some good money. And insurance, if you do it right, mm-hmm. you got the right people around, you can run that bag up. Mm-hmm. So. There's nobody even teaching it. This space. No, not not in this space. You about to make a crazy bag. I know people no, that. But but the difference is, I've done it. Mm. People have watched yeah. me do it from the ground up. I used to be on freaking yachts in Ibiza studying for my exam. <laughs> Shit is not easy. Ibiza. Yeah, I love Ibiza. <laughs> but so yeah, much class. Yep. So. All right, guys. Cool. It's over. It's over. We're done. Um, I appreciate you coming for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I this, enjoyed myself. This was great. Cool. Another six months from now, I think I'm gonna be uh I don't know, on some tidy T V network or something. Absolutely. And let me know. I will introduce you to my people if you Oh yeah, for sure. To. I'm, but I'm, um I mean I've I've been paying attention. You're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't come on if I didn't think right. you was lit. You know, a lot of people been on my ass like, you've been having these ratchet girls on here. Like, oh, get some professional women on here. I'm like, but man. But it's like, you, you still want people that people want to pay attention to. Right. So you got to have kind of have that hybrid. Right, right, right. So, 
Yeah. I just I give them real, you know, yeah. like even though it's ratchet, like you gotta understand women actually think like this. You know, it's different type of caliber of people out here. Yeah. And, you know, it's educational. Absolutely. So I feel like you got to be able to do a little bit of it all. Right. You got to be sexy. You got to be nasty. You got to mm-hmm. be about your business. Right. You got to look good. You got to have fat ass, mm-hmm. big titties, mm-hmm. right there. Nice feet. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we got filming. <laughs> oh, it's just a lot. It's exhausting. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm going to go home, sit in my sauna. Sauna in the relax. crib. How big your crib is? This is reno- renovating. How big the crib is? It's a good size. I don't. I don't want to invite anybody. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good size. Oh, what's up? Happy for you. That's Thank great. You. Thank you. I can't wait till I get me a girlfriend, like a, a real but woman. But you gotta want to do right. No, it's the fact that you know, like I do want to do right, but I'm not settling for nothing. It's right. Not, I'm not right. settling. But but when you meet her, make sure you're ready for her too. Don't meet her and then and then you fuck it up. Yeah, I know. Cause I, I love to do that. Love to do it. I know. Yeah, we we hate the we hate the damn missed out. I got all the people telling me you're the one that got away. Nope, I'm right where I need to be. Facts. <laughs> I'm right where I need to be. Mm-mm. It happened exactly how it's supposed to happen. So mm. life is good. What's up, man? Mm-hmm. Brady. Yes. <laughs> Let's cheers. Cool. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Man, you ain't drink no wine. I've been over here sipping. I can feel it in my eyes. No, it-